from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. So that's how I really frame it up and tell my story. I talk through the journey and how I got there and the key people who I met along the way who saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. And one day I believed them. I'm Sarah Fenske. A new one-night-only show gives 10 St. Louis women the mic, and it lets them tell their stories, the good, the bad, and the deeply personal. The show is called That's What She Said, and it's happening in person at the Sheldon on March 4th. And joining us now to tell us more about it is Jenny Pratt. She is the director and producer of the St. Louis production of That's What She Said. Jenny, welcome. Welcome. I said welcome, too. Good afternoon. Hello, whatever it is. Hi, it's great to see you, Sarah. And we're also joined today by Rhoda Banks. She is the Senior Vice President and Head of Talent Management at American Ag Credit, and she is one of 10 women telling her story on stage March 4th. Rhoda, welcome. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. So, Jenny, this show is coming to St. Louis because of you. Are you in the business of mounting one-night-only all-female shows? I'm not, actually. I'm not. I um, This is my side hustle, so I work at the Muni full-time um, in a different area than production, but I'm excited about the show. I've been performing for a number of years. So just giving women a chance to be on stage, I think is a perfect opportunity this time of this time in our world to have not only time to get out, but a time for women to really share their stories. So I'm excited to bring this to St. Louis. And yeah, you're bringing this to St. Louis. This originated in Champaign, Illinois. That's right. Um, Were you able to see it there? I was not able to see it there, but I'm going to a show actually next weekend. Um, uh, Champagne is bringing it back to Champagne, but I was on the That's What She Said virtual show during 2020 when they pivoted to go online. I was one of the presenters in one of their virtual shows. So I got connected to the um, this opportunity. Actually, it's gosh, 30 years in the making when I was a college freshman. Let's not do that math. <laughs> I met this young woman who was coming in to our college and we became fast friends and she joined my sorority. We were, you know, so connected and then we kind of went our own ways. But now, 30 years later, she actually started That's What She Said in Champagne. So, you know, a longtime friend of mine is who created this whole idea with her girlfriends in Champaign. And I was like, we need to bring this to St. Louis. So it's it's just kind of one of those holy cow moments that something 30 years in the making is now coming to stage here. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been a real hit in Champaign. They have been doing this like sometimes more than once a year. Absolutely. So they started, um, like I said, Carrie and her friends just wanted to give women a chance to make connections. And they're now a two times a year kind of opportunity. And it's part of their theater in in Champagne's series. I mean, they are filling the theater every year. And um, we're hoping to do the same. 
So, Rhoda, you got involved in this after Jenny brought the idea of let's do this in St. Louis. Let's have women tell their story. How did she pitch you on, you know what, I want you to tell a really personal story in front of a huge audience? You have to know, Rhoda, to realize that's exciting to me. That is not exciting to a lot of people. (laughs) I really get a lot of energy from speaking and sharing my story because one of my objectives in life is to inspire and motivate and uplift others. And hopefully I can say something when I share my story that will help them do that. And so you feel like if there's an audience, you're, you're going to be willing to be there and to speak. Yes. I, I tell people all the time, don't give me the mic, because if you give me the mic, first I want to sing, then I'll speak. <laughs> So, Jenny, I imagine Rhoda's enthusiasm just jumping right in. This might not be the reaction you got from everybody when you you tried to sell them on. I want you to tell a story. You know, it's interesting. I talked with a number of people, and the 10 women who are taking the mic and are on stage are all just phenomenal humans. One of the things I love most about them, though, is Almost, I don't think anyone in the in our cast is a recognizable name in St. Louis. It's not like we have, you know, you or one of our you know local TV Nikki Glazer, cele- you know, Nikki Glazer, or one of our local TV celebrities. We have literally ten extraordinary everyday women who are giving of themselves to the crowd, mm-hmm. and. To a T, I think there were maybe only two people that I talked to that said no. Every single person that I talked to and asked to be a part of this said, I'm in. Let's do Mm. it. I think we all are just craving connection right now, and we're all craving authenticity. And the ladies who are a part of this are just exceptional humans. I'm excited for everyone to have, like, 10 new best friends. I think they're really going to enjoy just these these all the stories are relatable but they're all so different and i think if you can't relate to every single person on the stage you're going to find something from from the majority of them so rhoda you're used to telling your story what kind of parameters did jenny give you when she's like okay you know here's how we're going to do this there's cuz you have to share that mic yes. when there's 10 women yes yes one uh, that she really emphasizes that we want to tell our story about who we are, mm-hmm. not necessarily spend a lot of time on the things that you've gone through, just enough to build context and help them connect and understand why you are the way you are, but really tell who you are today. So that that was uh, one lesson I learned. And so was there some workshopping in this where you're hearing somebody say, I I might want to talk about this. You're helping them turn that into a piece. Absolutely. So we've asked each cast member to write her story down, which is tough. I mean, to ask someone to sit and and write and and be really personal, you know, it's not a journal and it's not open mic night. You know, we, we really want this to be a rehearsed and prepared opportunities so that we don't weave all over the place or get excited about something and forget where we are. We have all heard people telling stories like that. I don't know that that's as I good mean, for I've the done audience. That. Look, yeah. I mean, let's, you, can yeah. see the, you can see the eyes glaze over, right? Yeah. So yes, we have been workshopping with each cast member. She's kind of crafting her message. We're making sure that there's enough variety across, the, across our cast. But also, you know, we're not here to talk about politics. We're not here to talk about, um, you know, we're not prost proselytizing is that the yeah. word proselytizing um, we're, yeah we're not selling you know it's it's about 
you and your authentic message. And as Rhoda said, that we're trying to we're trying to make this about me and I, not about us and we. Mm-hmm. So, Rhoda, I think a, a lot of people are probably curious. With that as the directive. Where do you go with that? Tell us just a little bit about your story. Yes, yeah, so I'm really proud of the fact that I grew up in the inner city of St. Louis in a low-income housing project, which is still standing today, and worked my way up from the projects to the parking garage where I worked at Barnes Hospital to now the head of talent management for a very large organization that has a really big mission in the world. So that's how I really frame it up and tell my story. I talk through the journey and how I got there and the key people who I met along the way who saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself Mm -hmm. and poured into me. And one day I believed them. I believed them. And then once I believed them, I started believing in myself. And that is what propelled me to where I'm at today. So that's such a great story, but this is like, this is almost your whole life. Yes. How much time are, are you getting yes. to tell it on stage? Yes. It's not enough, I could tell you that. <laughs> Eight to nine minutes. Eight to nine spot. minutes. Mm-hmm. So is yep. that so hard? You're having to choose like, okay, here's the best detail or here's this one yes. person I really want to talk about, yes. but you have to leave some other things by the wayside. Correct. And Jenny's been great with that because there's so I have so many Uh, parts of the journey that I want to share, but we really want to highlight the ones that resonate the most with the audience. And that's what she's helping me pare down because I have lots of stories. So Rhoda's story is such a triumph. It's like this is, you know, like you've, as you say, you've gone from the parking garage to here you are in this, this executive position. Are there stories that are also going to maybe make us cry? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we have and I think parts of every story are going to kind of touch the heartstrings. I mean, we have some ladies that have been through some just rotten things, and um, but they are triumphant as well. And so I think all of the stories are messages of hope and of overcome and of triumph. It's just that journey that each of them took. So we should mention our own Marquetta Wise, who is St. Louis Public Radio's senior business assistant. She is also part of this. And I understand that the 10 performers, including Marquetta, including Rhoda, uh, you were all able to get together for the first time on Zoom, uh, at this point still doing it virtually. What was that like to be on screen with like 10 such, actually 11 such powerful women, because you were there as well, Thank you. Um, the, the storytellers all together for it, the first time? It is still the sense of calmness for me. Because I got to connect with those ladies and hear a little bit of their story. You can really tell a little bit about their stories just through their personalities. And it showed me that I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have similarities in the things that we've had to overcome. So for me, it brought a sense of calmness. Because originally I was like, what? Did I say yes to? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that's probably a pretty common reaction. Now, you've been through this yourself as a performer. So now that you're on the other side of things, do you feel like you can kind of understand those stages of excitement and then anxiety? And Absolutely. The just getting your story written down is the biggest challenge. And it was the biggest challenge for me. And it was the biggest has been, I think, the biggest challenge for our cast, because we all tell stories every day, right? That's how we relate to one another. That's how we communicate when we're talking with our friends, with our colleagues. But to actually have to hone in on one specific story and then stick to it mm-hmm. is challenging. So I can relate because I love words and can use lots of them um, all the time. But then to have to 
take coaching from someone to, you know, well, maybe let's move this here or let's move that there and, you know, think things through from a what's going to be the most compelling for the audience perspective. It's nice to have been on both sides of that. And so what adds even more anxiety to this is that you are doing this as this pandemic continues to drag on. And and Jenny, when you first told me what you were up to, I was like, oh, please tell me you're not going to do this on Zoom. But I imagine there have been many white knuckle moments when you're like, can we even do this in person, which has always been your intent for this. Absolutely. It has been one of those just leap in the net will appear moments because we really we started talking about this in August of 2020 um, right in the throes of everything you know pre uh, any kind of vaccine and we thought well I mean gosh if we can't do something live in 2022 we're gonna have bigger problems and here we are in 2022 um, we do have bigger problems exactly I mean, that's a fact. exactly so we've we've really been paying attention and and just kind of watching the waves and the Sheldon is doing such great stuff great, great work. And, um, you know, everyone will have to show a vaccination card to be mm-hmm. there. Everyone will be in masks in the audience. Um, and we're just going to throw caution and see what we can do. All of our cast will be tested ahead of time so that they can be unmasked on the stage. So we're taking every single precaution that we can. But I'm, I'm with you. One more thing on Zoom was not what we were excited about. Yeah. So Rhoda, as somebody who's used to speaking publicly mm-hmm. and enjoys that speaking publicly, does that add some excitement to know this is going to again be in person? It, it does. And during the pandemic, I've gone to make maybe four Broadway shows. So the show must go on. And I'm excited about that. And I'm glad to hear that we're taking the precautions that we are taking. And so this is all coming very soon. This is going to be uh, March 4th at the Sheldon. We have ticket info on our website. That's stlonair.show. You can also find tickets at Metro Ticks, a number of ways that you can get yourself hooked up for this. Jenny, I want to take a step back here in our final couple of minutes because um, this is something that you've put so much work into and it's it's been so important to you. What do you think we gain when we have 10 women You know, you're not letting just anybody up there on stage. This is going to be women telling their story. What do you think is the benefit of that for people in the audience, for people on the stage? We are in a time, I think, where we crave connection and we crave being able to be in community with other people, just period. But when women give ourselves permission to share our message and share ourselves authentically, I think it gives us all an opportunity to connect in a way that many of us haven't recently. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of our cast members just talked about how everything looks perfect on the outside, but she was a mess on the inside. And, you know, when we break through that perfection and actually live real authentic and have real authentic conversations, it just gives us all a chance to to have some peace and to rest and to be connected. You know, I'm not a St. Louis native. I know you're not a St. Louis native. And it's tough sometimes to get connected in St. Louis, I have found. Mm -hmm. And I hope that this is a way that we are creating connection for people in our audience, on our stage. I'm so thrilled to have these 10 incredible women in my phone and can text them and be connected in their world and them in mine. But then I hope that, you know, this becomes an annual event that we are doing for years to come. 
And Rhoda, for you, what do you hope the audience is able to take from this evening? Yes, so I'm very uh, intentional about making connections and leaving an impression. And one of the uh, phrases that I coined is, when people interact with me, I hope to leave them with the Rhoda experience. So that's what I'm hoping to leave them with. I'm hoping that uh, if we fill the seats, 600 people show up, that 600 people send me a LinkedIn request so that 600 people reach out. I'm very much a people person. I'm known as a master connector. And so I'm looking forward to making connections, hoping there are some young people in the audience who are looking for a mentor or a coach. That's, that inspires me and fills my cup. Well, Rhoda Banks, I want to thank you so much for coming in person, even in this weather, to give us the Rhoda experience yes. today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And Rhoda is the Senior Vice President and Head of Talent Management for American Ag Credit. She'll be one of 10 women featured on stage as part of That's What She Said at the Sheldon. Uh, that, again, is March 4th, stlonair.show. If you want to follow the link to get to your ticket, Jenny Pratt, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you for having us. We're excited for the show and look forward to bringing your community to it. I think it's going to be great. And Jenny is the producer and director of that show, also a past performer. Today's episode was produced by Sarah Fenske with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.